can't help it right now. I'm feeling so sexy right now. I don't know what it is. Somebody explain this to me. Is it the, it might, maybe it's this pink that I got on. Or maybe it's the chocolate mixed with the pink. I, I really can't tell right now. Or maybe it's the shades, chocolate, and the pink. Or maybe it's the hair, shades, chocolate, and the pink. I, I don't know. Let me, let me, let me take, take my shades off and see. Oh, shit, I see why now. You see that chocolate skin? This, this skin is almost 43, son. Barely a blemish on it. Be drinking that water and vitamins and all that good stuff. Ooh, and, and shout out to my hair. Let's give a round of applause for my hair. Round of applause for my hair. You know, got to shout out a young lady that, you know, she told me some things to use on my hair to keep it healthy, strong, grow, all natural. As a matter of fact, one time I was going kind of like bald right in here. Well, it was pre-ball. It wasn't ball, but it was like pre-ball. I'm like, she's starting to get light. So like, let me, you know, I started growing my hair out. Look at that. Soft. Ooh. I don't even know where I'm going to go with what I'm going to do with it. But right now, it's just, it's luxurious. I think I just want to bathe, bathe, bask. I want to bask in my glory and my sexiness. Check it out. You know, feeling myself. I put my shades back on for a second. Podcast in a minute. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Don't let's talk about it. My name is Edward Crawley Jr. This is the King Crawley Network. Before you do anything else, right, you might be hungry right now. It's a little late, or you know, need some juice. Go get your drink, your, your sweet tea, get your Pepsi, get your lemonade, get you some water. You know, if you're hungry, get you a little snack, a little chicken sandwich, some popcorn, you know, some Twizzlers or something, you know, some fruit roll-ups, some, some, some butter pecan ice cream. That's grown folks ice cream. You know, once you get to a certain age, you graduate to butter pecan ice cream. I'm in my 40s. I, I, look, cookies and cream is my thing, but you got to put some of that butter pecan in there. You know what I'm saying? Get you some reefer. Look, it's, it's 2022, and almost every state is legal now. Get you a blunt bill, you know what I'm saying? I don't really do the edibles, that, that'd be a little too much sometimes. But when I was doing my thing, get you the blunt bill, you know, do your thing. I'm, I'm a little older, so I still, you know, would roll mine from the middle. But I, I've seen people roll it from the end all the way down. I'm like, that's different. I never did it that way. But as long as you get your hat, don't mind. All right, let's keep it moving. Before we get started, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You know, that way you'll, you'll always be connected to the site. Hit that bell on the side. That little ding, ding. That way when I post videos, you'll get notifications of that. You know. And make sure if you find some value in, in the content, hit the thumbs up. Don't just watch it and then be telling me about it. Interact with the platform. If it has the option for you to show some love, it don't cost you nothing. You're already paying for the phone and all the internet services anyway. It's free to just hit that button for me. So, you know, if you don't mind, I would certainly appreciate it. It'll help the algorithm, help boost the posts up and all that good stuff. You know how all that technicality stuff works, SEO and all that. All right. Pastor's going wild part two. And some might say, well, man, why are you doing this? You know, especially those who know preacher's son, grew up Church of God in Christ, all that good stuff. Why are you doing this? Well, I, 
First of all, I'm not the only one that's done this. Plenty more have done it and are going to do it, whether it's on the pastors I've covered or other pastors. It needs to be said because thing, it's too late in the game. We're too far down the line to keep doing the same things over and over. Even though I don't think it's the Webster Dictionary definition, it said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And that's what a lot of them have been doing. So I'm here to speak my piece on that. You know, because there needs to be someone to hold these people accountable for the things they're saying to the people that they're leading. Because in the position that you're in, I, I don't think they really understand the gravity of what they're saying they're doing. You're standing in place speaking the word for a group, for a church, for a spirituality, for a denomination, for whatever that you might be connected to. But you're standing as, as a messenger of God. God being the supreme being, nothing higher than that. And your voice is the one guiding from God to the people. So you're accountable for that. You know, even if your platform is not as big as some of the preachers that be on the Internet and TV and get called out for some of the stuff they do. If you call yourself a Christian, you are responsible for how you handle the people you come in contact with. Not just the co-workers, not just the people in the grocery store. Even the people you come in contact with trying to date or whatever. You're responsible for how you handle them. You don't, you're not ever absolved or never taken away or removed from your responsibility to hold up what you call yourself. That's why I be starting to think, well, maybe some of y'all don't really know what a Christian is or you know the Bible based on what you hear others preach to you, but maybe some of y'all have never even read the Bible. You familiar with a scripture here or two or there, but the only way you get the word or know the word is because you stand you, you stand or sit on Sundays or whatever day you partake in a service and hear someone stand before you and tell you what it says. In school, though, even though your teacher stood before you and gave you the lesson, there was always instructions or always something to go back into the book and read and look up. And for you to research, they may have just given you the skeleton of what it was about. It was your job to go back and research what they'd given you. But now y'all just take the pastor word for it and go on about your business. Because pastor said it. Never taking the time to pick it up and read more than the same scriptures that you've been reading. Some of y'all probably ain't never read Habakkuk. Probably ain't never read, read none of Nahum. You probably don't even know that's two books in the Bible. You're probably like, what the fuck is that? Because it ain't Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, Psalms. It ain't Leviticus. It ain't Proverbs. It ain't Ecclesiastes. It ain't Revelation. It ain't Acts. It ain't the ones you really know about. You know what I'm saying? So you just repeating the same cycle of hearing the same thing. But that ain't what I, I came to talk about. You know. At what point do we say that's enough? And be clear, okay. <clears throat> For those that may know me personally, 
Some would think, even though I've been out here for years, even though maybe not on YouTube, but I've been out of the church for, damn, maybe 10 years now, maybe something like that, going on 10 years. So they, they, they tell themselves, oh, he, he's still mad or he hurt or now, yes, some of that was there along the way. And I still run into situations with people calling themselves Christians that mishandle me or mishandle others around them. That still happens. So, yes, sometimes when, when I'm speaking, it may be from a point of trying to get through something or getting over something because, boy, y'all Christians, boy. Y'all can do folks funny and take no accountability for it but anyway at what point do you say enough is enough okay so now let, let's get to it because i haven't even told you what i'm gonna talk about I'm, I'm naming this woman thou art loose not woman thou art loosed woman thou art loose the first first little video i'm gonna show you you know it comes from Pastor Juanita Bynum's uh, message called No More Sheets. And the thing about it is, let me show y'all something. See, that you listen, when you in the streets and you choose it on your own, you so blind and, and you just love him so much. And, and, and some of, you know what, some people, y'all go back and y'all look at him and y'all see him and y'all say, girl, I saw George in the grocery store. He sure looked bad. You know he got a, a tooth is crooked now and the leg is all messed up. Well, see, his leg was messed up when you was dating him. He had that same limp. That tooth was crooked while he was in your life, but you were so blind, honey, you didn't see the crook, you didn't see the crooked teeth, you didn't see the gold in his mouth, you didn't notice that his nose was like a pit bull, you didn't even notice he was cockeyed because the devil had you blind, but when God take the blindness off of your eyes, you go to praising God, and you say, my God, he ugly, I'm so glad that you rescued me. Okay, in 1998, she brought forth her now famous message called No More Sheets. But actually during, the, actually during that message, she called it the process. I guess they added No More Sheets because it was a more catchy name to sell it or get it out there advertised. But during the, the uh, message, she named it the process. Now, mind you, I'm not just sitting up here talking crazy. I actually went back and watched that message today before I did anything. I, you know, I get up here talk with some might think crazy sometimes, but I actually do my homework on stuff. So as I was driving, you know, headed from where I was to where I'm at, you know, I think the message is about an hour, 45 minutes. I said, well, I have an hour, 45 minutes. And since I'm planning to get up there and speak about her, it would be wrong for me to speak just out of opinion you know i could come up here and, and talk about what i think i know or what i thought she said years ago i said no if i'm going to speak in an attempt to bring some valid points i need to be familiar with the content i'm not just going to... a lot of y'all try to argue y'all points from your side of the fence only using your opinion you're at a disadvantage when you come against someone. Then yeah, it may be some opinion involved, but it's based in some fact. 
They're structuring their debate or argument in facts, not just how they feel about it. You know what I'm saying? So as I was saying, uh, she brought forth, I got some notes here. Let me read a little bit of my notes. You know, she called it the process. While she was delivering the message, it was actually one of the most honest messages I've heard her speak. I, I haven't heard all of her messages. And some may say, well, no, it was this message that I think was the most honest. Well, that's what you thought. I'm telling you, I think No More Sheets was one of her most honest messages. Because within the message, she wasn't attacking the people. She was actually owning her struggle. All right, now, before I, I say anything negative, and church folks get all upset, no More Sheets was not a totally, it wasn't a bad message. So I'm not coming saying that that part was bad. There were some things I recognized in there. Some things that stood out, you know, especially me being growing up in church and some things that I saw that even through what she was saying, I was like, man, I want to smash one of these Bibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, man, that was funny. Back in the day, even back when I was fully in church and thought I was doing what I supposed to have been doing, I was like, man, that little chocolate thing is good. Feisty. And she don't mind talking about how nasty she used to be. Because if you've heard her preach over, over the course of the years, I heard different messages. She can get a little graphic in how she's describing certain things. You'd be like, I don't know if I feel holy or horny right now. It's something moving inside of me, but I don't know if it's the Lord or, or you know, or, or, or Mr. Downstairs. You know what I'm saying? So, before I continue, I just let you know, I'm not here to bash that message. I'm here to try to paint a picture and, you know, hopefully, hopefully it makes sense by the time it's over. She was accepting her faults and her flaws in a way and presented in a way to help you. She was saying... I'm wrong about this is what I struggle with. And I know some of y'all struggle with it too, but this is how I've been dealing with it. And this, has, this is how honest I'm going to be about the things I struggle about. Because I don't want you to come in here thinking that I got it all together and I'm all perfect and that I can stand before you and talk to you as if you need to get your shit together because I got my shit together. God got me, but he need to get your ass together. She wasn't doing that at the time. You know, she was accepting that she was not God. She hadn't got to the point where she was caught up in the applause of the people and hearing how great she was. This was before the, the nose job, before what her, I think it was her second marriage, you know, where it was reported that the husband had put his hands on her and different things. This is before all of that. Before all the transition and she became all Hollywood. This was just fully dressed, can't see no shape, funny hairstyle, pretty chocolate, why well, need a bomb? But we about to fast forward a little bit because some things changed over there. We gonna fast forward. It's so much I could touch on. It's so much, but I'm trying to connect some dots real quick. And we gonna get on up out of here. Check out the video. If you got a turn back collar around your head and your neck, I want to know what Bishop told you 
that you can still be saved and listen to secular music. Who told you that? No, come on, hit it. Hit it, Unica. Who told y'all that? Who told y'all that the church is supposed to be this? Who told y'all that it's okay if we just jam? Who told you that you can do this and then sing in the choir? Then sing on the praise team? I'm not here when y'all talk to me. Then you do this and pick up a mic and want to prophesy. You can't prophesy when you just got to dancing to the devil's music. Turn it off. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad if this was her first time doing it. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad if she had the wrong information and spoke out of tune. But the fact that this isn't her first time speaking to the congregation in a manner. I don't even know if I'm using the right word, but it's, it's demeaning to me when you're speaking down at people like that. And here's the funny part. To my understanding, she was making all that fuss about Beyonce's newest song, one of her new songs called Church Girl. And of course, she sampled the Clark sisters. Here's what gets me about that. Because so many be trying to make it like secular music is so demonic. And I can't go too far into this one because this is going to be another part that I'm going to do probably next week about Church Girl. But they try to make it like it's so demonic and so sinful if you're listening to secular music. For those that did watch, and I already knew because I was privy to it, just growing up in the Church of God in Christ, knowing certain things, and just paying attention to music. Twinkie Clark admitted that some of her songs was inspired by secular music. Go back and listen to uh, You Brought the Sunshine you know that right go back and, and, and listen I'm sure once I just said it you was like you damn right that's Stevie Wonder so my thing is if, if gospel artists can go out be inspired by the secular music and create hit music how are you going to demonize anybody for them coming back and saying well let me get some of that back now, not saying the particular song that Beyonce sampled was from Stevie Wonder. I'm just saying, in general, a lot of the gospel music that we've heard over the years, the Hawkinses, uh, moving on up to Kirk Franklin, just different ones, it was inspired by secular music. And in time, we accepted it. But now you try to turn around and demonize people for listening to it. It's just music. And honestly, when I heard the song, Beyonce ain't say nothing wrong. But like I say, that's for next week. So you step out telling people, if you listen to secular music, you ain't saved. Just like that. If I remember correctly, was it Romans 10 and 9 or something like that? But without even quoting scripture, that ain't what it takes to be saved, according to the Bible. 
it tells you what it takes to be saved. So you trying to add something else to say, well, if you do this, you ain't saved. That ain't even biblical. Yet people are amen and hallelujah and running to the ground. Fall out, got to throw the, the cloth over their leg because they dressed the floor. And then you throw it over the man too, even though he got pants on, which don't really make no sense. And going back to what I said in the last episode, yes, I hold these preachers accountable. But it's even more weird to me that people actually stay up under these people. It's like, so you don't mind getting talked too crazy. Now, from my understanding, they call the church the hospital and all of that. So a lot of times when you go in there, you feel like you need to go because you need a refreshing, whether it's from the choir or whether it's from the preacher or whatever it might be, the praise dancers, the praise team. You need some type of refreshing. Your money a little low. You're feeling a little down. You don't need no, you don't need to come into the hospital to have somebody add more to your illness. So I already come in broken. You telling me how broke I am. Or I already come in feeling a little simple and need to, you know, pour my heart out. And you telling me, well, damn, I can't even listen to a nice little love song because I ain't, I ain't even saved because of that. And then you turn around and do this. No, it won't. No, she won't breaking it down. And the crazy part is she was the only one dancing. You so saved that while the music jamming, you the only one dancing. Ain't none of the, I guess the sinners, I guess it was sinners around you. Won't none of them even moving. You, man, look at that beauty. Look at that me when I'm getting past the mirror. So you, that was a different second of music. Or you... You go into a different hell, a cooler hell. And yeah, yeah, I know she came back and apologized and said that I was in a different place at that time. Blah, blah, blah. But if you notice her, it's always after the fact when she has to come back and say, I was going through some at that time. I was in this situation at that time. I was in this situation at that time. But if you go back to that time and hear her preach, she preaches like she won't in that situation. Y'all didn't hear me. See, I, I'm not trying to keep y'all up here long. That's why I'm condensing it. Because you might have to do some of your own research. You might have to go back and look at some of her messages and follow the thread. Pay attention to who you're following. It's important. Okay. I, and I hope this example makes sense. Because it does matter. Sometimes a person has a relationship or can get so in-depth about describing something because they still connected to it. Sometimes, that might not apply all the time, but sometimes, I sure know that truck ahead. But sometimes, case in point, my mind's telling me no, but my body, my body's telling me yes. Now, at the time, I, you know, being younger, I was a young man. Hearing that, I had never heard it put like that. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe that's right. Maybe my body is telling me no. I mean, my mind telling me no, but my body telling me yes. Maybe that is the case. Only it was years later that we found out all of these songs was written about situations he had with underage girls. So that's why his mind was telling him no. 
Cause nigga, she too young to be messing with her. I don't care how hard your dingling get. You know? So, people get so caught up in the words and, and the talent. You get caught up in the talent. You, you, you get caught up in the in the talent of what the person does, not even understanding where that comes from. Nobody that is in any form of leadership within the church should be talking to any member of their church in the manner that these pastors have been acting towards these people. But not only that, people, don't be dumb. Don't be stupid. I, I don't know what makes you think you have to stay up under that because there are actually some good people that are pastors out here. There are some churches that you could go to that you probably won't have that type of drama. And I'm not advocating for churches because I make it clear I don't follow any religion. So I'm not advocating for you to go to any church. But if you have to do it, at least go to one where you're respected and you know that the person in charge actually cares about the people. So they're not going to ever get up there and talk crazy to you and make you feel like you're less than. Or that you're not as saved as they are if you do something that ain't even in the Bible. Tell me it makes sense. Also, because I can hear it now, and I've heard it over and over for years, y'all will say, well, look, my church ain't like that, and you'll start naming all the good things about your church. Well, have you ever heard somebody say, my, my church ain't shit? Have you ever heard that? My pastor ain't worth a damn. Of course not. So everybody's going to big their church up. So don't think just because you can big your church up that you're an exception or that you've made it somewhere special. Somebody else that you come in contact with, they go to a different church on a different side of town in a different state, going to say the exact same thing about their church. Doesn't make mean that you're right for being there. Doesn't mean they're wrong or any of that. And if you feel like your church is the one that has it right and you don't go out and try to help the others, then you're selfish. If you're not going out spreading that good word that you're getting at that good church and you feel like, well, I'm going to just mind my business because I ain't, look, I let people do what they want to do. You're selfish because the Bible says, go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. I don't need to keep going because I could. So just the fact that that scripture is in there and you choose to keep your mouth closed, you're wrong. It ain't Ed saying you're wrong. Your Bible says you're wrong. But like I said, a lot of y'all that claim to believe this don't even read it. So you probably don't never even heard that scripture. That you're supposed to be on your job telling people about God. It would get on my nerves. I would probably tell you, leave me. Look, I don't want to hear that. But that's your duty. But so many of y'all just play the background. I'm gonna look, I'm, I'm do you. I let you do it the way you want to do it. When you're not being a Christian according to the word of God. Just keep that in mind. And that this ain't Ed saying it. Start reading your Bible. Stop just getting the feel-good stuff out of there. Because a lot of y'all get the little feel-good scriptures, the one that boosts you up a little bit. And you're supposed to do that too, but get the ones that help you change. 
the ones that help you operate in an amount of debt that might be affected if you do it the right way. At least to helping people get to a, be a better state of mind. Whether they get into all the boogity boogity spooky shit that y'all be talking about. Maybe you can give them something to help give them a peace of mind. If you actually start doing it right. You feel me? And stop getting caught up letting these people stand before you. And just because they have a title and have had it for so many years. Talk to you any kind of way. We, we have enough things going on in this world and in our country. Then to let the church keep being our weakness. I'm going to say that again. We have too many things going on in this world and in this country to keep letting the church be our weakness. And I mean the church as a whole because I can hear y'all now. Well, my church ain't like that. I just said you selfish. Either the church needs to totally change or it needs to shut down. Because we too late in the game. It's too much stuff going on for y'all to keep telling people the same stuff. The positive stuff is still the same, and the negative stuff keeps getting more demeaning. Something has to change. And I just want to be one of the voices that say, change. I'm not the only voice, but I want to be one of the ones that says, yes, this needs to change. And I hope that even on a local level, someone hears this and says, hey, Okay, I might not be at Jake's church or Bynum's church or Bishop Noel Jones or whoever church. But just at this church up the street, they be talking crazy to me. And I know it's the family church and all this and that, but there's so many other places you can go to get a positive word and don't have to walk out feeling beat down. You done worked all week. I'm not going to the place that's supposed to help me and how you beat me up verbally. In the name of Jesus. And I can't say nothing because of your rank in the spirit. Y'all sound like some, some, I had to catch myself, I almost said a word that ain't popular to say now. Y'all almost sound like some remedial X-Men. That's what you make it sound like. And, and this needs to stop. Let me see if I got any more notes. If I don't, then I'm about to wrap it up. I kind of touched on everything. And like I said, I couldn't give a full, 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 full breakdown. But I wanted to come up here and speak about that. Because lately, like I say, these, these big-time pastors have been going wild. They've been talking to the people crazy. Oh, no, 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 no. Another thing. I wish I didn't have to do this. I wish when, whether it's a local level or this the higher level, that, that their buddies, y'all buddies, would check y'all. You don't get to stand in front of a congregation of people and yell and holler and tell them how they're wrong and if you're doing this, you're going to hell and blah, 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 talking crazy to them. You get to talk to all these people crazy like that. And then when you get caught up in something, can't nobody say nothing to you. And then your buddies want to stand by and say, well, we need to learn how to have grace and keep them in prayer and keep them lifted up in the spirit. Hell no. You just stood in front of the church and talked crazy to the people. Now you want grace, prayer, and be lifted up in the spirit? 
No, you can kiss my ass. Like, church the only place that they get to fly in. So let me get this right. You get up there to stand up there and say, I ain't saved because I listen to secular music. Y'all get to call people broke and all this. Tell me how worthless I am. And if I ain't giving to you, I'm, you know, I need to give you my, my McDonald's money. All this crazy stuff y'all be saying. And then when you make a little error and somebody, you get called out on it. Now, after you to talk crazy to me, I'm supposed to cover you. Got me fucked up. I don't know where y'all learn this stuff from. Or why did y'all keep perpetuating this wicked mentality? They got this cancel culture out here. Well, you do this, you get canceled. You do that, you get canceled. Don't nobody check the church. Don't nobody check them. Don't none of y'all say, look, you wrong. You need to sit down. Stop talking crazy to them people like that. They come to you for help and you talking crazy? You ain't start out like that. And the people, if they keep talking crazy to you, leave. You in the middle of the message, leave. You, and I feel crazy having to say this, but you're an adult. You're grown. You pay your bills. Whether you're struggling to pay them or affluent with your money, you, you pay those bills. You raise your kids. You work your job. Don't nobody have a right to talk crazy to you like that. You know the things you struggle with during the week to maintain your spirituality or whatever form that you have to keep yourself, you know, grounded. You don't, don't nobody have a right to stand before you and tell you after all you struggle with that if I listen to I Believe I Can Fly. Damn, I didn't even mean to use an R. Kelly song. Uh, Love by Music Soul Child. That I'm going to hell. I got on a little pad of the bill. Let me get this right. Teddy P. I can't listen to no, no Marvin Gaye. Come on, man. Come on, man. I can't listen to no Curtis Blow, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. I want to listen to some U2. Little old school go-go. Come on, man. I want to listen to some Hov. Hov did. Like, you don't get to determine that. And y'all stop agreeing with that bullshit. Stop. I just had to get that out. You know. Anyway. I, I hope that and some of my talking that made sense to you and you understand that these people have to be accountable but you also have to be accountable because listen if you sit in there and listen to them when they talk crazy to you once okay cool if you go back and they end up talking crazy to you again then it's your fault I, I wouldn't be coming back up here talking about her again I'd be talking about y'all crazy ass because it has to be something missing if you feel like you have to sit in, in somebody's church and allow them to talk crazy to you and tell you because you do something so natural. Music, that's a natural thing that you ain't saved. Whole time their life in shambles. 
whole time over the years, they've proven that a lot of the messages that they've been preaching, they haven't lived up to. And like I said, I don't have time to run back through the whole history, but it's been this isn't the first time this has happened. It's a pattern. Wake up, y'all. I won't say that there are, are, there are no good pastors. There are some good people that are pastors. But the way this thing is looking, y'all have to make some changes. Or y'all going to lose everybody. Me personally, I hope you do. Because I don't do religion. But for what it's worth, either find a better way to do it ASAP or stop blaming the people for leaving. It's your fault. Stop blaming them people and saying that the, the earth is so wicked and they so sinful and this. Stop blaming the people for that. You pastors have to take accountability. I don't give a damn how much scripture you know. You have to take accountability. I'm going to let that go because I, I think I've done enough on that. Because I could have went a little bit lefter. I know that's not a word, but I just threw that into the atmosphere. I could have went a little bit lefter, but I decided not to. And I'm going to leave it right there. You know, I hope that something I said made sense to you. I hope it brought some clarity. I hope it sparked some thought. And if you didn't like it, you don't have to come back. But if you like it, I ask that you take a moment and hit that subscribe button. I really appreciate that. It's not always easy bringing content. Some may understand it, some may not. But for those that understand it, I appreciate you. Keep rocking with me. We're going to keep going. And until next time, I'll holler at you. Peace.